Not a dime back. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! 45, 50, 45, there goes Davis! Oh my god! Davis is gonna run it all the way back! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! It's over! The Bucks have done it! The long wait has ended after a half century! The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again! They better get season tickets right now because before long, they probably won't be able to. Welcome back to After the Whistle. This is episode 61. We will re- recap week one of college football. Wild week. Badgers broke our hearts as per usual. And we have our, re- our preview for week two. And NFL is finally back starting today when the Buccaneers and the Cowboys play. It's great to have the NFL football back. It's it's perfect time of year for me. I love this time of year. So it turns out episode 61 is presented by Mentos. It is. Our, our folks over at Mentos are helping us, helping our sinuses clear up in time for this podcast so we can survive the move-in plague here in Madison. Mm-hmm. It, it got to me this week. Uh, it was a long weekend. Huh? Very long weekend. Very long weekend. We had college football starting Thursday. We watched games every single night. Went to a game Saturday morning. What time did we get up? You got here. I got. I woke up at six o'clock on on Saturday. You came to six two six Layman Street at what time? Six six fifty five. Six fifty five. And you were here on time. I was here early. Impressive performance. We we. It was a hell of a game too. Should we jump right into the Badgers? I, I think we should. I think we should too. It was a blast being back at Camp Randall. The place was electric. And mm-hmm. it's best I've seen it in a while, honestly. The energy I felt all day, it was pretty comparable to that Michigan game two years ago, mm-hmm. I'd say. But the boys on the field must not have felt the same way. No. Or our coach or something. So we'll start off on the good side. The defense is as advertised. The defense is very good. We even lost. I didn't even know when I was watching the game. We lost Leo Chanel, our middle linebacker, to COVID. Oh, for the first two games, he didn't even play. Some some Muscolanus guy just stepped in, played his heart out. But where we got killed, Javon Dotson. Yeah, that guy is our secondary is not the greatest in the Javon world. Javon Dotson's smooth. That our safety Scott Nelson was lost a couple times. But we only allowed 17 points to a good a good Penn State team. When yes. Penn State's not turning the ball over and you hold them to 17 points, that is, I'd say, impressive. Mm-hmm. Not many teams can do that. However, however, we got a high school offense. Very, very much. It, it was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. It makes you, like I even tweeted it, it makes you realize how great of a college football player Jonathan Taylor was. Mm-hmm. The dude was so impressive. He'd run for six. He just, he, they'd run these crappy run plays all day, and he'd just sneak around tacklers for six to seven yards every time, and he'd eventually break one for 40, 60, whatever. Just bail us out, basically. Just bail us out, yeah. Make, make our offense look explosive to the point where they brought everyone, all their safeties, everyone down. 
Now they're bringing everyone down. We're only getting four to five yards of rush, and we are not throwing the ball at all. We, how many times did we throw the ball past 10 yards? Even try to, just attempts. Like five, maybe. And we those did, five are in the fourth quarter. We had the two to Davis when they were playing uh, soft mm-hmm. in, the, in that stupid last drive. The one he missed to DK for the win. I can't even fathom that one. No. That one's still in my head. And then I think he, he had a he had a couple picks. Yeah, so I mean So what what do you think about it? Like personally I blame uh, all my blames on Paul Chris. Yeah, I, I think it's if we were opening the playbook and not executing, I think it's on the players, but we didn't even try to open the playbook whatsoever. We saw it right at right out of the half. Penn State was running no huddle, hurry up offense, just driving down the field. They opened up their playbook. We didn't. And I that was the turning point right there. Because, I mean, I think, I mean, all of our players, we have good players. And I, I think also is just, I think we needed a tune-up game. I really do think that. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of our problems might have been solved with that because we would have saw that we wouldn't have been able to do that against a crappy Mac team or whatever. And then we realized, Oh crap, we can't do this against Penn state. Uh-huh. Whereas we saw it where we just couldn't execute and we started playing well in the second half, but it was a half too late. And one thing I saw was Graham Burks never got comfortable. And like you said, in a tune up game, he'd probably be had the chance to get comfortable, but when that dude's not comfortable, he's just staring down Jake Ferguson. Mm-hmm. He's just looking for Jake Ferguson to bail him out. And Jake Ferguson, like, I'm I'm not very high on him. He's just a, a lot of people make him out to be, like, one of our better tight ends. He's just, I think he's just another Wisconsin tight end, if that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, He's slow, and his routes are ugly. Mm-hmm. I also think with the tune-up game, I think not to say Mertz was freaked out, but like we said with the environment, it's one of the best environments we've seen. We saw him. We came up with a lot of hype this season, and I, maybe the stage was just a little bit too bright for his first game, kind of what we saw with C.J. Stroud with his first half at oh, yeah. Ohio State, yeah. where he just had it for his whole game, where he didn't have the chance, he didn't have the playmakers that C.J. Stroud had, where he could just burn a guy where he had to create his own chances, basically. Quick pause. For Quick pause. United States just scored again. We're up 2-1 on Honduras. Let's go, baby. We're going road. to the World Cup. On the road. What a goal. I didn't even see it, but I saw the reaction. All right, back to it. So the reason I'm going on Paul Chris is, like, he took over. He took play calling back over this year. It was supposed to be just like 2019 was. You know, we have a solid offense, take care of the ball, all this. He's got a quarterback in his – Graham Mertz is in his third year at Wisconsin. He's only started for one year, but he's in his third year here. And he just looked flat-out scared, looked clueless out there. And these plays you were running, like, if you got a quarterback in his third year in his, your program, you got to have, like, some sort of downfield offense. You know that, that play on Madden that – runs through the playbook ever because that spacing mm-hmm. where everyone just goes like five yards and stands there. Yep. That was Wisconsin's entire passing offense. It was pathetic. I got a quote on Twitter from Jaquan Brisker, 
Stefan Brisker's the dude that jumped that stupid route to end the basically end the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he compared Wisconsin's play selection to playing Madden. If it works, they keep running it, right? They just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, throw a little dump to Ferguson. Mm-hmm. He said once they like one thing, they're going to keep doing it. And that played into his pick. He just jumped this stupid little, I don't even know what that was, a little drag route. Yeah, it was nothing special. It was horrible. Just put that, nothing changed from last year. And I expected everything to change with Mertz coming back for a second year. And it, it just sucked. It sucked a lot. Mm-hmm. I was so frustrated Saturday. Mm-hmm. Although, we're, we're so, I, Still think we're going to win 10 games. I, yeah, I still <laughs> As bad as that was, I think Penn State is really good. Oh, yeah. I think Penn State is now going back to the Penn State of a few years ago where they are clearly the second-best team in, in the East. Yeah. Yep. You, that defense was nasty. If Clifford's taking care of the ball, they're going to push Ohio State to the limit. Mm-hmm. Because that was, their, I think, their main issue last year. Yeah, I would say. Definitely last year. They got Dotson, that running back's not bad. Defense is nasty. Yeah. They'll be good. They got a tough schedule, though, right? They go to Iowa? Yeah, they have a tough schedule. Moving on from that high school games, what was it, 16 to 10? Three yep. mi- four missed kicks? Four, I think. We missed one, they missed an extra point, and they missed a field goal? Yeah, so four. Three. Well, four if you include the extra point. They missed two field goals. Did they I miss thought... two field goals? Uh, actually, you know what? I think it might have been. I think it was sweet. Either way, high school football at Camp Randall. It was it was something. Something to watch. Big Ten football. Dogs, Tigers. You you could honestly say pretty close to the same about that. They were just... That was an ugly were, game. There were freakishly athletes causing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was the same game, except it was five stars versus three stars. Yeah. And that was basically the difference in that game. I was sitting on my... Couch scared for my life watching Georgia's defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they got dudes on their front line. <laughs> they got they got something. That ninety what was it ninety nine ninety nine Jordan was, Davis was literally in there every oh single every goodness. second. I looked at NFL mock drafts. I couldn't believe that dude was like thirtieth the thirtieth pick. Mm-hmm. He'll be top ten before you know it. Oh, easily. The, the only touchdown that game was defensive. Mm-hmm. Neither offense scored. And honestly, like, I think that's, like, obviously it's inflated a little bit because of how good these two defenses are. But I think that's how these two offenses are going to be this year. They're not as good as mm-hmm. they, as we've seen in the past. No, yeah, I, their wide receivers were not getting open whatsoever. I don't think they have playmakers on either uh, team. On either team. Because Georgia Great. lost theirs. I didn't hear Justin Ross's name for Clemson the whole night. No. I don't know if he played or I, I got to look at that because I don't um, know if he played or if they just shut him down. Mm-hmm. And we know Georgia has injuries on wide receivers. So ho- hopefully those guys will come back yep. by the end, by, hopefully by towards the end of the season. So that way they have some guys to throw to when they play the big dogs. But otherwise, I mean, these deep Georgia and Clemson are just good. I mean, Clemson's fine. They're, yeah, they'll still cruise. Through. Yeah, they'll still cruise in the ACC. Georgia, I think that basically solidified or helped them a lot, especially because if they lose 
to Alabama or Texas A&M in the SEC championship game, I think they still have a pretty good argument. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Clemson couldn't run the ball. Okay, their leading rusher had 10 yards. Mm-hmm. I think their leading rusher was actually on our team Saturday. Yeah. They're Justin Lucy. Mm-hmm. And Justin Ross did play. He had four catches for 26 yards. Yeah, nothing. That's just how good Georgia is. Mm-hmm. And looking at Georgia's schedule, like, nobody's going to beat them. No. I don't think. But they could have that stupid letdown like they had a couple of years ago against South Carolina. They mm-hmm. go to Florida, but that's, like, it. They go to Auburn. I think that's the game I had them losing. Florida and Ar- yeah, those are. I mean, those are. I mean, those are going to be cakewalks, but they those are very winnable games. Yep, yep. And Clemson, I was I was happy to cash my under eleven and a half on Clemson. There, Week yeah, one. there you go, right there. Week one felt good. I, I just DJ Ugalele got Uangalele got so much hype off those two games last year. And he lost the one. He spent the whole game coming from behind. And the other one was like, was it Boston College? Yeah. And they barely beat Boston College. Yeah, he got way too much hype for those games. Especially when you consider Trevor Lawrence stepped in and like pounded Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. So it was was a good humbling for Clemson. And it'll be interesting to see if they can avoid that typical let. They always have one letdown game Mm -hmm. a year. Against a team you don't expect, so I'll be interested. Since they already had a letdown, if they still have it, or and they can't afford to, because if yeah. they do, a two-loss ACC champ isn't going to get in. They're already going to be riding the edge. Yeah, because points against an SEC team. Because let's say, for instance, Alabama runs the table and beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, and Georgia's only loss is to Alabama, and Clemson runs the table. I mean, even then, Georgia's got a very good argument to get in over. Yeah, I mean, they they, I, they probably would get in over them because they beat them. Because yeah. they beat them, so yeah. even with one loss, they're kind of right in the edge. So with two, it's impossible, I think. And the reason it's getting tough is because that team in Tuscaloosa started it just got right, right back to where they left off. Yeah, they they're just a factory reload, rinse, repeat with a new quarterback, new weapons, new running back, all the time. Uh, it's unbelievable that Miami defense stood absolutely no chance. And they did nothing to stop them. I'm a little cautious about it because I think we're going to look back at that game at the end of the year and we're going to see Miami as like a 25th ranked team. But, you know, I don't disagree with that. But Derek King's just two ACLs later, he's not what. I think think that's what it comes down to. if we see De'Ara King show up and be the old De'Ara King, I think we'll still look back at that as a good win. But if he starts to fade and fall off, yeah. it's not going to be as good of a win. Yeah. And like you said, their defense is not at Alabama's level. Like Alabama replaces everybody and they just cakewalk all over. Mm-hmm. Alabama's defense is incredible. Oh, they're nasty very, too. very good. They got dudes there. To the Back to the Big Ten, we had – we hit this game out of the park. I, I literally, I nailed this game. Well, I think I said they would win by 30. And how much they win by? Like 31? At least. Oh, it was ridiculous. What? It was 30, we, it was 30 something to six. We turned on the TV after getting back from Camp Randall. It was 21 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it Mike, was Mike pathetic. Penix, like I said, Mike Penix is garbage. not that guy. He's garbage. He spent that, he rode. All year, all this hype was based on that 
Ohio State game where he threw all these threw all these yards and touchdowns in overtime. I mean, garbage time, not overtime. Mm-hmm. And his whole career is based on that game. Mm-hmm. And then he tears his ACL, and he what he had three picks. Uh, I think so. I know. I think one went for six. One did, yes, and one almost went for six again. Too. Yeah. So <laughs> he is. It was good. To, it was nice to hit the overrated. Mm-hmm. Hit that overrated card. Iowa. What do we think about Iowa? They're going to be ranked high. They are ranked high this week going into that Iowa State game. Mm, I, like we, we were discussing earlier, and we're going to get to it then. That game was brutal. Iowa always beats them. This is the best Iowa State team they've had in forever. So it's just a weird component because Iowa State has been slowly building something, but just they've never been able to beat Iowa. I'm kind of, I don't like that we didn't get to see much of Iowa's offense on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Zinniana still has a solid defense as much of frauds as they are. But Iowa, Iowa's biggest question mark was like how they replace their receivers because they've lost that smith that guy that put up all their yards mm-hmm. for these last couple of years. If they can't throw the ball, like they're not – this they're not gonna be this highly ranked team that they are right now. Mm-hmm. And they didn't they didn't get tested on Saturday. No. They didn't even have to. No, they. Which could be a good thing though because they rest. They're well rested because well Iowa State Iowa State doesn't know what's coming. Yeah. So <laughs> that makes that game even more intriguing. Sam Howell laid one hell of an egg on Friday night. The biggest egg of all time. That was something. What? How far do you think his odds went down? Um, I can tell you. I think, ooh, I want to say at least 2,000 points, I want to say. They, North Carolina had all the, all the red flags you want to see week one. It was absolutely pathetic. Like, they, they're going into this crazy atmosphere. You got a breakaway here. Uh, bang, goal. 3-1. Bang, over, game's over. Ball game. Ball game. We won. Back to Sam Howell. Okay, so many red flags. He had, he didn't trust his teammates for a second of that game. He no. Got, he walked into that stadium, entered Sandman was blaring. Everyone was jumping, and he, he just thought he could do the whole thing by himself. And it, it got ugly fast. All right, here we go. Sam Howell was plus 4,000. And there's no, and I guarantee you, he started less than plus a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, he is now like the twentieth bet, like tied for like twentieth, right now for Heisman odds. It was just so disappointing to me because like, you lose all those guys, but, and you consider yourself a Heisman candidate, and then you go into like your first pack game in two years. And you just lay an egg. You don't trust anybody that replaced those studs you lost last year. Mm-hmm. That's just not what I want to see in like my. You can call it franchise quarterback for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's their guy. He's re- he Sam Howell's kind of rebuilt them to this like national team that they've become the last couple of years. And for him to just lay an egg and try to make it like a Superman show Friday night, it was disappointing. Yeah, it was. It was a very much a letdown. Because I, I, now I don't even know, is like Virginia Tech good? I don't think so. I doubt it. Is it like on paper, they look like a joke. 
they looked like they were about to fire their coach, and now all of a sudden they beat North Carolina. Yeah, it's not good. Not a, not good for Sam Howell. Mac Brown too. Like, how's he like that? Yeah, that was not good coaching. Speaking of Mac Brown, he left Texas ten years ago, and is Texas finally back? No, no. Okay. Okay. I I just think we overrated UL Lafayette a little bit. I think that's just what it was. It's very possible because, like, empty stadiums last year. Mm-hmm. They could have been one of those fluke teams. Mm-hmm. And while you guys were taking your post-game naps, I was up watching this game. And it just looked like UL Lafayette, like, had Texas, like, trapped in, like, a third and eight, third and seven. And all of a sudden they just give it uh, to what's uh, – What's the running back's name? Robinson. Yeah. Robinson. B. John Robinson. They just hand the ball off to him, and he would just get him 20 yards. Or they'd throw it to him, and he'd get 20 yards. It, like, it's unbelievable. I like, feel like whenever I was out here just barely watching the game trying to get food, he, he'd just take off for 20 yards. Yeah. He, he literally – I don't want to say he carried them to a win, but he very much helped the team win. He's a stud. They got Arkansas this week. We'll get to that later. UCLA with a statement win in the in a packed Rose Bowl. It was cool to see a packed Rose Bowl in the regular season. Mm-hmm. It was very nice to see. I mean, literally LSU could not tackle. Like their yeah. defense was awful. They literally could not tackle them. Nothing changed from last year. L- literally nothing. And like that's normally when an SEC team plays a Pac-12 team like that. That's normally the thing you see from the Pac-12 team. Yeah. They're missing tackles late in the game. They're just worn down by these five-star recruits. It was the exact opposite. And UCLA was getting home to the quarterback. That's that's the biggest difference, I think, with SEC versus every other conference is offense and defensive line play. Yeah. And their offensive line just couldn't stop their pass rush. They just got bold. It was unbelievable. And like I said last week, like UCLA is taking that Oregon strategy back like with Chip Kelly. He's just sending guys on defense. He's blitzing all day. He trusts his guys in the, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And LSU didn't punish them the whole game. No. That's – an SEC team is supposed to do that, even on the road, especially the way LSU traveled. Like, yeah. That crowd had to be half half and half, I'd say. Easily, if not more LSU. Yep. And, man, for Coach Ho to call, call it Sissy Blue – yeah, I think Sissy if you're asking. And then his team lays an egg. He's going to be on the hot seat soon. He is, I think he is on the right hot seat. Right now? Yeah, I think he is. And that's crazy from where they were how many months ago? Like 20 months ago? Uh-huh. On top of the world. Just went 15-0. and 0, Cruised through everybody. Now, coach, the coach all we know is like thing of the past. Mm-hmm. Um... Lastly, from week one, we saw the return of Jackie Heisman. He was very good. Unbelievable. I I texted our group chat, my guy Alec, and I was like, "We'll see, we'll see what we'll see what Wisconsin did about this quarterbacking quarterbacking thing tonight, right?" And I said he started, you know, Cone marched on the field. He started like four for four with a touchdown, mm-hmm. and then like. Half hour later, I give an update. He's like, oh, he's got 300 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, it was <laughs> – that game got out of hand, but Notre Dame let Florida what State a, hang in there. What a Disney book story, though. That, 
I was sitting back watching that like this is college football at its finest. It they, was incredible. They are. I'm almost positive they're going to make a movie about Mackenzie Milton. There's like if he goes on and like leads LSU to like like eight and four or something like that, it's going to happen. Because I mean, we basically saw this with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh huh. Like or they basically or or Alex Smith. Yeah. Excuse me. Like we basically saw this exact same thing happen. Oh, 4 1. 4 1. Now it's 100% over. We're running up the score. We're running up the score. We're running it up, baby. 4 1. Good for them. Yeah. Do you think Florida State's coming back? It was so cool to see the war chant going full blast in overtime mm -hmm. in the packed stadium. Yeah. I, I think Florida will be, or Florida State will be. Back, quote unquote back if Mackenzie Milton stays as their quarterback. I don't think I can't think of the guy's name who they had in there. Jordan it, Travis. Jordan, yeah, he he was not the guy. Man, he, that dude's a wild card. No, he's an athlete. Yeah. Stick him at at wide receiver or something. He's a hell of an athlete, but he just can't throw the football. He's that dude that can do some absolutely incredible one play and then just you look at him like what what the fuck are you doing? Play the next yeah. Game. He's something else. I said like a quarter to that game. If they don't switch quarterbacks, they're going to get blown out. They didn't get blown out, but the reason they didn't get blown out was because they brought Milton in. Mm-hmm. Um, we so I liked I liked Florida State's front. They looked like Notre Dame was scared to run against them, mm-hmm. and that shocked me. It, I don't know if Notre Dame's that same level team this year, just because of that. They like, if you're scared to run up the middle against Florida State week one, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of says a lot about where Brian Kelly thinks his team is. And he said it in his post-game press conference. He wanted to ex- execute these guys. Yeah. Brian <laughs> Kelly should not be making he, those jokes. He, he was pissed off. He he can't be making those jokes, especially <laughs> him. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see them play us mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Yeah. That, that is won't have the same attention I think it could have since we blew that game. Mm-hmm. But it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. So week two, I, I've i been looking forward to this game since last year when it got canceled. The Ducks, Buckeyes, I guess Ohio State's won the last, is 9-0 against Oregon. That's... It's a good sign. It's a good sign. And a 14 and a half point favorites. I liked Oregon. I I I picked Oregon like outright preseason. Just because I think this is like perfect for Ohio State's big letdown this year. Because I don't think they're as good as they have been. And they kind of showed that in that first half against Minnesota. But now Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm kinda waiting on waiting to see if Kayvon Thibodeau is gonna play. Uh I think that's a big X factor. I like Ohio State in this game. I think a lot of C.J. Strout got a little little too big. Like, the moment was a little bit too big for him week one. Oregon struggled a little bit against um, Fresno State. Ohio State's home. I I just like Ohio State in this game a lot. The, the, the horseshoe is going to be electric. Mm-hmm. Very much. But my reasoning here is, like, if – Thibodeau plays. That's like the huge X factor because when he got hurt, Oregon was up 21 tip and they 
they ended up down 24-21, to 21, I think, at one point. They were losing in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So if he plays and he, he's, like, even 75% of what he can be, that dude it just changes the game. He puts so much pressure on the quarterback. And I think Stroud's the type of guy that's going to fold under that pressure. He kind of showed it against Minnesota. He had kind of happy feet. He made nervous throws until, like, later in the game when Ohio State's coordinators are like, all right, we'll give you a couple of gimmies and we'll let Olave go make a play. Mm-hmm. Oregon's not going to let Olave just run by him. Oregon has those type of athletes. They've been recruiting really well. They're not just going to let Ohio State run all over him. What, they have, like, four 50-yard touchdowns? Something like that. It was unbelievable. That's just not going to happen. And I think this is going to be a tight battle and I think Oregon Oregon's definitely gonna cover 14 and a half. That feels like a gimme to me. I could be totally wrong and Oregon could suck it up, but that feels like a gimme to me and I think Oregon's gonna push to win this game on the road. Cyhawk mm-hmm. Cyhawk rivalry is gonna be so heated this year. They've been talking it up for the last two years since Iowa State's been on this national stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah this this is a very weird game. Iowa has always dominated Iowa State. Iowa State's this is the best team they've had forever, basically in their history, or at least recent history. But I still like Iowa in this yeah. spot. It just seems prime for a cyclone letdown. They seem really good at getting to this spot and letting us down. Mm-hmm. Like think Lafayette last year, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They just lay a massive hit. Or even, who else did they lose to last year? Oklahoma um, State? Yes. Yeah. They're just good at laying an egg. And my thing with Iowa State, I don't trust Brock Purdy at all. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he makes plays in big games. So in Brees Hall, like we kind of saw Saturday, they really, really struggled with Northern Iowa. Because Brees Hall only had 23 carries for 69 yards. That's like three yards a carry. Mm-hmm. If he's not running the ball, Brock Purdy's not going to make the big plays. And no. Iowa is not going to let Brees Hall beat them. No. They're That's not. why I don't trust Brock Purdy. I think Iowa wins this game. I, Iowa's 100% winning this game. I think. I think the home game factor is going to factor in a little bit for Iowa State. And like I said, that'll but, that'll test Iowa's offense. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll see a lot about where Iowa is this year, I think, Saturday. Yeah, this... This is a big game for which direction these teams are going to go in this season, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Because if, like, think if Iowa State loses after beating Northern Iowa by six, they're going to flunk, mm-hmm. I think, down the rankings. Yeah. If Iowa loses, then it's just kind of another Iowa season. They'll go nine and three, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if, if either team wins, like, if, Iowa State wins. It's like, all right, they're here. They're ready to compete with Oklahoma. If yeah. Iowa wins, they're going to be probably top seven, top eight. Iowa, yeah, I would say so. Depending on how Oregon, Ohio State plays out. Yep. So this is huge. They were Iowa was on the big stage. How many years ago was that? Uh, they were undefeated. Yeah, that was. Um, was that twenty? 20- was that 2016? Because that was, what was that? Iowa Penn State, right? Was that Michigan the Big Ten? Or I, yes, Michigan State. So I Michigan think, State made the playoff, and Iowa got ran over by I, 
I no, think that was. McCaffrey. I think that was seventeen. But that that's where this Iowa team could be headed. Mm. So you look at the Big Ten. Penn State's not like the scariest team. Wisconsin's not scared anybody anymore. And Ohio State's got they got holes. Mm-hmm. I think there's an opening. But we'll see what Iowa's got. Yep. Huskies Wolverines lost some lost some of the you know like attention it could have got. Mm-hmm. Because I, I thought this game was going to be awesome. I was ready to pick Michigan on like even odds because everyone was so high on Washington. And then Washington last week just blazes. Probably them versus Sam Howell for laying the biggest egg of the week. I think Washington laid the biggest egg of the week. They lose to FCS Montana. in, in uh, NCAA 14. This is like FCS West. Yeah. <laughs> you lose to Montana, score 10 points. It's did they? We brought the question up last week. Did they end up playing that freshman quarterback at all? It's thirteen to seven. My bad. Yeah, I no idea. Didn't watch a second of it because it was Pac twelve network. Nobody has the Pac twelve network. Not even people in the Pac twelve states have the Pac twelve network. Um, they did not. Yeah, they did not play him. Their normal quarterback. Through forty six times for only two hundred twenty yards and three picks. See how? See that's the thing I just don't understand. Washington. How do you let that happen? How, yes. How do one? How do you let that happen? And two, it's like if he's struggling, get him out of the game and put the freshman in, uh-huh. or the sophomore, or whatever. You know what I mean? Just get something different out there so we can see something different. It's just, it's this thing I thought we were going to look at Ohio State trying to do, but. It sounds like Ohio State's guy didn't even travel with them. Ewers. No, yours didn't travel. But the Sam Heward guy, like a five-star recruit, stays home at Washington, and you sit him on the bench while your starter throws three picks and loses to Montana. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible look to big recruits. Very bad. Just as bad as Graham Mertz, what Graham Mertz did on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But now they head, they head to Michigan. Michigan ran all over Western Michigan, as I thought they would. I I liked Michigan earlier. Now that the spread's like four and a half, I'm not. I'm staying off this game. I still think Michigan wins. Big House is gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. I just think Michigan's a better team though. I this one's tricky for me. I still like Washington, but I just if this game was at a neutral site, I take Washington. I just think that home game factor is gonna be so big for Michigan. Uh-huh. That's why I was all set to take Michigan on these good odds. They'd win a win a tight one against a decent team. Now that they're big favorites, I'm not. I'm not touching. Mm-hmm. The Horns and the Hawks, good, good future SEC matchup. Very good future SEC matchup. Um, I we said last week that we don't think Arkansas's got what it takes this year. No, like we we I think last year was a fluke with that Felipe Franks thing. They don't have a quarterback this year. I think Texas will win this, and they'll be like a top 15 ranked team going into that Cotton Bowl in a couple weeks. Yeah, but the only thing that's weirding me out a little bit is the spread isn't as big as I thought it would be. can't remember what it was. I'm trying to pull it up now. But it, it was only like seven, I swear. I can't find it right now. It was something – yeah, it was seven. Like, that just, I don't know, that just freaks me out a little bit. 
Like mm-hmm. someone knows something that I don't. I mean, Arkansas is tough, but. It's a tough game at home, but Texas, it's not like. I don't know. But you know what I mean? It's like. Texas, I just don't know how Arkansas is going to score with them. That, that's the that's my point. The, Texas is going to put up points, and Arkansas can't match those points, is what's confusing me. Is it, Arkansas is just not stopping that Robinson. That no. Dijon Robinson. He is not. And I don't think it matters what Hudson Card. If Hudson Card plays good again, he's going to start getting Heisman talk, and they're going to blow out Arkansas. Mm-hmm. But I think he has an average game. They win by about what it says, seven. Yeah. Um, NC State at Mississippi State. This is really intriguing. What they got NC State by two and a half right now. Two and a half right now. See, I like Mississippi State just because of what the ACC has shown us so far this year and last year in the bowl season. I think they lost all their bowl games, and then week one did they lose every basically every conference game. I think so. Yeah. So that's like all the red flags. NC State's probably the better team, but you're going on the road. Mississippi State's first like full home game in two years. Or were they home this week? Yeah, they were. I guess LaTeX. I'm almost they, positive they, they were struggled, home. but I'm. They were very much struggled. I'm, I'm still going. With them. I'm still feeling Mississippi State outright, just because just because of what the ACC's done. Mm-hmm. You're you're going NC State, right? I I like NC State this game. They set so much back that you want to take NC State, but I have a hard time picking the ACC over the SEC right now. Mm-hmm. App State, Miami. I was ready to pick App State. They they're getting a lot of points, like nine. It's an interesting number, but it's a night game in Miami. That's that's you, tough. You can't you can't fade Miami at night. At home, with that turnover chain on that sideline, mm-hmm. too many teams have learned that lesson. Besides, North Carolina kind of broke it last year when they put up sixty. Uh, and Miami did get to get to Bryce Young a decent, not a lot, but like they made a move. They made a move. Yeah. So I like to see that, especially against Alabama, and I think Appalachian State's good. But I think this line, especially, at, I think it's at nine right now. Uh-huh. I that's I think it's. A lot. If Miami didn't play against Alabama last week, they just played a tune-up game against SEC FCS East. I think the spread's like 14-15. Yeah. But yeah. since they got their doors blown out by Alabama, everyone's looking at that like, oh, my God, Miami's not that good. Yeah. It would have been a 6 p.m. game. I'm staying off it. If it was an 11 a.m. game, I always fade Miami in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I, I stay away from Miami at night. They're scary. Yeah. They- Alabama blows everybody. Alabama, when they play Georgia, blows them out. Like, yeah. it's like it's just what they do. So, I don't think this is too much indicative against Miami. I don't have a pick on the game, but you can see Deer King needs to bounce back here. Yes. Needs it. Missouri, Kentucky's kind of for who wants to be that second place team in the East. Mm-hmm. Very much. And this game is like early for SEC. I don't. They. I'm shocked. This isn't the two thirty kick. I don't even know why this is this week. It's crazy. It's the only SEC matchup this week too. Like I literally have no idea why they put it this early. Because their quote unquote rivalry games. I guess Kentucky's is kind of late with LSU or with Louisville. Mm-hmm. 
But, I mean, otherwise, these guys don't have late robbery games. It doesn't make sense at all. No. I, I like Kentucky. We hyped up Kentucky last week, and they, they're they one of the teams that lived up to our hype. Very much. I, I, was, I'm glad that they did. Will Levis was feeling it. It looks like that L.A. Rams, off, that McVay offense, might be translating for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That would be a game changer. That would allow them to compete with Georgia a little bit if they could move the ball. Mm-hmm. I, George is nasty, but they, they won't beat him. But I like Kentucky over Missouri. I think Kentucky's the second best team in the East. Mm-hmm. I just got hold on. I just got very confused here looking at Kentucky's schedule. I forgot the SEC only plays eight conference games. I'm like, how the hell do they have four non-conference games? I think it's crazy how they still get away. With that. They still do. They're, I they're the only ones, right? They are the only ones. I don't know. Kentucky. Yeah, I don't know. They play it's by stupid. their own rules. So. They do. It just means more down there. Yeah, sure does. But Kentucky, what about their transfer quarterback? It was awesome last week. Yeah, from Penn State. <laughs> it's like what a week for Penn State. Penn State's killing it this week. Like, like I look at Sean Clifford as not that much of a playmaker, and I see, and granted, it was Louisiana Monroe, but like he was making great throws, and he was he looked like the guy. Yep, I they got. Kentucky's got a Nebraska transfer, Wondell Robinson, too. Mm-hmm. He, I think he had really good numbers, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. So he, he's going to be a player to look out for. I think he'll be first team all SEC if they keep this up. You know? Yep. So our picks for the week, I already set them on Oregon plus 14.5. I think I'll sprinkle the money line, too. It'll be good odds. I think they're. I think they're toe-to-toe with Ohio State, and I think this early in the season, they'll get CJ, they'll catch CJ Stroud a little earlier than Ohio State wants. You know, Ohio State mm-hmm. wants to develop them a little bit. If Kayvon Thibodeau plays, I think Oregon wins the game outright. If he doesn't, I still I still think they cover. I still think they're a tough team. I got the Badgers. I had them last week, huge letdown, but I think they're primed for a bounce back this week. They're tough in Camp Randall at night. They're yeah. so tough. Mm-hmm. And Eastern Michigan's usually bottom of the back, 26 points. I think we can win by four or more touchdowns pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Rutgers, minus two and a half. You had this one, too, at Syracuse. I think Syracuse sucks. Syracuse and Rutgers, is bad. These two, just two programs going in different directions. Yep. Iowa, plus four and a half. We already explained that. And... I like Ball State plus 22 and a half. I think it's too many points in Happy Valley. Um, Penn State's kind of got two different things going on. They got a letdown off that big Wisconsin win, and they got to look ahead to Auburn next week. Mm-hmm. They host Auburn. Ball State's probably the best team in the MAC this year. I think Penn State might sleep for the first two quarters, or they could – we could get a backdoor ball state cover here. So I think 22 and a half is too many points. My picks, we already talked about Rutgers. That's two and a half. I like NC State a lot. I think they're the better football team. I'm always going to take the better football team when I can get them at this low of a spread at two and a half. I really like Ohio State. I mean, they just do these to teams. They, they just beat teams like this. And Oregon, when they're heavy underdogs, are not good against the spreads. So I love Ohio State minus 14.5. Wish 
it was 14, 13 and a half, maybe by by the hook, maybe get it down to 14, as we saw last week with Ohio State. It meant yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, Iowa, we already talked about them. Miami, talked about them. I, Wyoming, I, my other pick's Wyoming. Uh, they played Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois beats, uh, was it Georgia Tech? Beat Georgia Tech on beat the road. Beat Georgia Tech on the road. Impressed. But the thing with that is not really a letdown. More the fact that I don't think they should have beaten. Like Georgia Tech, I think had a lot of – hold on. I'm pulling up right now. I think they had a lot of fumbles. They forced a lot. They got a lot of good plays in territory. So I think Northern Illinois just got a little bit lucky. Per se, and this Wyoming team fairly good, and I get them at only seven. Yeah. I'm gonna take Wyoming. Yeah, all day. Okay, we're between leagues. Uh, the Brewers' magic number just dropped to ten. After well, we we won against Philly. We won the series. It's only three, right? We have three or four again. I think it's just three. Okay, we won the series against Philly and our Cubbies, man. Um, um, the Cubbies are just pulling through for us this month. I think they took two out of three earlier this month from Cincy, too. Mm-hmm. They're just coming through. Uh, this will be the last time you hear us talk about a magic number for the Brewers. That's double digits, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And the Cubs' tragic number is one. Oh. They, lose, they lose one more game oh. this year. It's over. Have to oh. run the table. Oh, I wish we had Nick so he could talk one more time Well. Well, well they're still in playoff contention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run the table, boys. Hey. Mm-hmm. On to the NFL. Uh, we're going to make our predictions, and then we're going to go through our week one picks. We're not a we're not as big of an NFL podcast, but we we cover it pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'd say I we killed our picks in the postseason last year. I we I, I was on fire. Yeah, I Nick, was in fuego. Nick, I wish Nick was here because he had the preseason Super Bowl. I know he did. I know. We'll jump. We'll jump right into it. Um, should we go division by division? Let's go division um, by division. AFC East. We both have Buffalo. I think they'll. I think they'll be pushed right down to the wire, though. See, I think they're going to run away with it. You I. Think so? I'm not high on Miami. I think Miami's defense is good. I think don't think their offense is. And, I mean, Mac Jones, we don't know. That's a big question mark there. And I don't think the Jets are going to be that much of a contender or do much this year. So I think Buffalo wins this pretty easily just because we saw what they can do against the really good teams. So I think that's going to help them a lot. I just like the Patriots a lot against the schedule they got. They got like the third place schedule. Yeah, they got the third place schedule. I remember I went through it a couple weeks ago and I had them winning a lot of games. I had them hanging with Buffalo until they like played Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's Good. why I said it'll it'll come kinda of come down to those games. Yeah. So what what's the third place schedule this year? The Texans, the what was it? I think the Chargers. And Actually, no, not the Chargers. No, uh, the Raiders or Broncos. Raiders or Broncos. I can't remember. And then who's the North? The Browns or the Steelers? Browns. Browns. Yeah. Browns. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. And then, yeah, I think their divisions. I think they win all those division games against Miami and New York. Mm-hmm. So it'll really come down to those Buffalo games. I'm thinking, I think New England's going to be there. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, like you said, Mac Jones is a question mark, but I don't think he's as huge of a question mark as Cam Newton was. No. That, that's why I kind of like them. They added a lot on defense. They got all those opt-outs back. They spent a lot of money. They got new receivers. I was surprised they traded Sony Michelle, so they must feel good about Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. I, I really like what they got going there. Yeah, I, I think the Patriots could. I mean, I'm not going to rule the Patriots out ever, uh-huh. but I, I just think Mac Jones is one year away just because I think – Rookie quarterbacks, you know, it takes them some time to get adjusted to game speed. They could use better receivers. Yeah. I, they got question marks. They, yeah, they just have – if he was throwing it to Julian Elliman and Danny Amendola and Wes Walker like Brady was yep. a few years ago, yeah. But he's, he's throwing to Enkil Harry, unproven. Nelson Aguilar, unproven. Yeah, just a lot of question marks. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to Miami later. I got them on a different list. And mm-hmm. then I'm not high on the Jets no. at all. No. Nope. They, they just have a fair roster. Yeah. In the South, we have next. Um, I, I just think Tennessee kind of wins this because nobody else is any good. I, I I kind of agree with that. I think the Colts are going to be a factor. Do I think they're going to be competing for a division factor? No. It's just how fast can they get Wentz healthy? Yes, I think that's the – I still and think Carson Wentz can be a good quarterback. Me too, and can they keep him healthy? Because mm-hmm. the Philly didn't do that at all. No. No, but I think uh, – I mean, Quentin Nelson's hurt also, so that's another question mark. But I think this Colts offensive line is good enough to where they can hold off on it. And they have some young guys at receivers and at the skill positions. They got young guys that will help Wentz out. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is a stud. Yeah, he is. He is a stud. Um, other than that, do you think Jacksonville makes any noise this year? No, I don't think so. No? I I think losing ETM is huge. It, very huge. I think... I want to say the Jags... I think they're going to win six games. I think they take that. I think they go 6-11, which, if I was a Jags fan, I'd be over the moon with that. I shouldn't say with them, but I'd be pretty happy with that. So they got Chark. They got DJ Chark and who's that other receiver? Um, uh, they got a good group. Yeah, they have a lot of good young guys. James Robinson at running back. I think the Jags are two years away from maybe competing. Uh-huh. I just not sure if Urban Meyer is the guy, personally. I mean, he's a hell of a college football coach. I just don't know if he can coach at the NFL level. That'll be fun to watch. They got Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chanel. LaVisca Chanel, that's the name. That's what I couldn't think of. And that's a good crew. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what they can put together on defense. They beat the Colts last year in week one. Is that their last win? Uh, yeah. That was the last <laughs> win. Knocked me out of my survivor pool. Their only win. <laughs> uh, the other team, Houston, they're, they're kind of a wild card because if they get Watson back. They're not going to get Watson back. I don't. Watson so. is not going to play a snap of football for the Houston Texans this year. I that's guaranteeing that. So other than him, they're a dumpster fire right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think he's going to play because of his off the field issues. And before all of his off the field issue ha- happened, he said he's not playing it down again for the Houston Texans. Yeah. So he is not going to play for the Houston Texans. He's only showing up just so he doesn't get fined. That's the only reason why he's not showing up. Yeah. Or why he's showing up. Um, next up, we got the North. 
I think the North's going to be really competitive again. I I think that's going to be the third best division in football. I think they have two Super Bowl contenders and one decent playoff contender. And that fourth team, like, I could see the fourth team making noise. Yeah. The Bengals are going to make noise. They're not yeah. going to do much, but they're going to make – they're not an easy win anymore. Not at all. Of all the fourth place teams, it might be the last one I want to face. Yep. Besides the NFC West. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got the Browns coming out of it. So do I. I like the Browns this year a lot. I think they made a huge stride within that playoff game last year. They'll be playing with confidence this year. Mm-hmm. And Baker's in a prove-it year, basically. Yeah. Yep. And I think he, I think he's the kind of guy where it's like he feels some sense of someone doubting him. He just gets ten times better. Yeah. You tell Baker prove it, he'll prove it. Mm-hmm. He's awesome in the West. I like, I like watching the West this year. The West is going to be fun football. To yeah, watch, I think. So Raiders are always tough, and if that's your, make it out. Honestly, be the worst team out there. I think I think they are personally, uh-huh. but I don't think their record will show it. No, but because they win weird games, mm-hmm. I think they'll win seven games this year and be the worst in the division. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Because I like I like what uh, Denver's built, and I think it's promising that Bridgewater came in and beat out Locke. I think that says a little bit about Bridgewater. Is, you know you know what you had with Locke. You had like 7-9. Mm-hmm. So if you add Bridgewater and you beat him out right away, I think that gives you an extra one to two wins. That, then you're pushing for wild card. Yeah, I, I'm a little bullish on the Broncos, but I can see how they can win games. Mm-hmm. They draft defense, and now they have – recently they've been drafting playmakers. Mm-hmm. They got Judy, they got Hamler. They had Melvin Gordon already. Yeah, yeah, Corlin Sutton. Um, it's the it's the um, North Carolina guy, um, Booker. Yeah, Devont. No, it's not. Is it no, Devontae? No, no Devontae Booker's a he's a giant. It's something Booker though, out of North Carolina. But you you see what North Carolina did without him. Yeah, so, nothing. Yeah, we don't even need his name. That's you just look at how many points North Carolina scored this weekend. Mm-hmm. Carter, I think. Yes. Michael Carter. Yep. Or is that the no, Jets one? No, that's the Jets one. It's Javon, something Williams. Javante, Javante Williams. Javante Williams. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they drafted well. And they passed on, passed on Justin Fields. is interesting. If they had Justin Fields, this seems like it's a nice squad. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they might regret passing on Justin Fields. Um, Chargers. It'd be good. I'm. I like him. I. I'm cautious about the sophomore slump. Obviously, I'm not. you obviously you're not. And then, uh, I saw in our fantasy football draft they don't have receiver yet. We do not. No, we have Keenan Allen. That's it. But it works for the most part last year. Uh huh. And they lost Henry. Yes, we lost Hunter on. Henry. Uh, Jared Cook's our tight end right now. Jared Cook. I'm not a huge Jared Cook guy. I mean, we just got him because Mike Lombardi likes him, okay. if we're being honest. I just watch out for the sophomore slump. I, I got him I got him making the playoffs. I mean, so do I. I'm charged in the playoffs, but I'm cautious about the slump. 
Mm. Oh, and how about us burying the lead about the AFC West by not even mentioning the Chiefs right now? We've saved the best for last. <laughs> I mean, it's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, this Chiefs team is maybe everything back, right? Everything back. Like, I think they're the second best team on paper. And they swapped out a couple of linemen. Yeah, they got they retooled their offensive line basically, uh-huh. and they needed to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll, they'll be there at the end. You know that. Um, this AFC, right? You got one of the AFC Chiefs. Chiefs. I think Cleveland doesn't. Cleveland went down to the wire with them last year. I think they can do it this year. They went down to the wire because Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take a lot for. Kansas City to make it a third straight year. That doesn't happen often. I know it doesn't, but man, that team is so good. So I'm looking for another team. I don't like Titans to do it. They don't play defense. I don't like my wild card teams are the Patriots. They're a year away. Chargers, I just can't do that. No. I don't Ra- think Ravens are my last team. I don't I don't like them at all. I think Ravens can keep up with them scoring is the thing. I just don't know about They're the just defense. too predictable. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Lamar Jackson can't win a football game with him throwing the ball. Yep. You just can't win with like You just can't win like that. Which leaves the Browns and on paper like the Browns are right there with him. Mm-hmm. If Baker plays plays like it's a prove it year they're right there with Kansas City. They, they added Jadavion Clowney didn't they? Yes. So I mean we say that about every team that adds Jadavion Clowney but he's He's still a beast. You pair him with Miles Garrett. They got a loaded defense. I think Cleveland can get it done this year. Mm-hmm. To the NFC. Or who are your AFC wildcard teams? Oh, mine are the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Colts. Colts. Colts over there. Because I think the Colts, not that they get a free four wins, but they get four pretty easy games. Yep. And I think that helps it for playoff pushes like that. Yep. Yep. So the NFC. Um we're starting the NFC least. I see. Mm-hmm. I think I'm cautious about it, but I think the Cowboys return to the top. I hate saying it. They're just they just have the best roster and if Dak's healthy, they're the best team. And it's not that close. See the thing that worries me about the Cowboys is they literally had, like, a historically bad defense, and they did basically nothing to address it. Yeah. Like, their defense they, was awful last year. They snagged somebody early in the draft, didn't they? Um, Sertan. Yes, they had Sertan. They got Sertan. But, okay, you got one cornerback. Cool. Yeah. Like, you still have the other half of the field and a guy, nobody that can get to the quarterback. Like, this, that defense scares me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's why I have the football team winning the division, just because, like, they might have the best defense in the NFL. Like, they have four guys who can rush the quarterback that you have to double team. And you don't have enough guys to double team. Yeah. It's unbelievable, that defense. I thought it was interesting how they didn't really make a move at quarterback either. They just kind of settled for fits, and they're rolling with it. I, I, I like the confidence. I, I, I Fitzpatrick isn't going to lose you football games. And I think they're doing what the Broncos are doing this year, yeah. where they just took a quarterback who isn't going to lose them football games. And that's I think that's all it is. Just line their defense and just have your quarterback 
I, th- I think the football team knows if they can score 24 points, they're going to win the game. I think that's what their rationale is thinking yeah. this year. All we have to do is get a 24 and we win. I'm not high on the Eagles at all. I I don't I'm not I don't like their quarterback. Me either. I, I can't believe Jalen Hurts is considered like a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, I can't either. <laughs> and they I mean they proved it by trading for Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. They probably thought he was going to make a jump from training camp this year, and they realized like he's kind of hit his max already. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Giants, I don't like the Giants at all. I don't know. I, I kind of liked them last year. I think they're a sneaky team, but not like I don't know. I, I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. I think that's basically what it comes down to. I don't, I don't to. think so either. It's a dude thing. Yeah. Oh, in the South, Tampa's the clear favorite. I got to go with them, but I like I like what New Orleans has going. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I do too. I I think Tampa is going to easily win this division. I think the bottom two teams are going to be all right. I think Carolina's going to be a sneaky team. I think Atlanta's just bad. So I mean, I Tampa's. I think they're going to easily. Win. I agree. And they got everything back from the Super Bowl team. They're hitting their stride at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans with Jameis, I think they'll push to be a wild card team. I don't have them in, but I'm I'm interested to see the return of Jameis. I, like, how much does LASIK eye surgery do for a guy? I'm buying very low, or low on the Saints. A lot of people are writing them off this year saying they're not going to be as good without Drew Brees. I mean, it's tough replacing a legend in Drew Brees. But look at the end of Drew Brees' career. Like, the guy couldn't throw the ball. He could not throw the football. Yeah, he could not throw the ball. I look back to, I think it was the playoff game, where they had Jameis Winston in for one play, and he threw a 45-yard bomb for a touchdown. It's like, imagine if defenses had to play the Saints where that was a problem. We're just like, oh, my God. Imagine how much more Kamara could do. Uh-huh. And I think also what's hurting the Saints this year is with Michael Thomas being out, what, six to eight weeks? Yeah. Who's catching the football there? And that's why I don't have them in the playoffs, just based on that reason. Who's your guy? I know Marquez Callaway does a lot for him. Who's even their tight end anymore? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. Like, who, who's going to make plays besides Kamara still? I know Davis can throw it far, but. Who's gonna Who's gonna be that guy to make possession catches? Mm-hmm. They lost Sanders too. Yep. He was on their team last year. That That's all they're missing to me. Uh, to the north, I still have the Packers. I don't think it's gonna be as easy as the last two years though. No. At some point, it. it has to catch up to you. You can't win thirteen games all these years. Mm-hmm. If I think it's gonna sound, I don't know. If Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback for the Packers and the Vikings. If they had the same quarterback, I think the Vikings win this division. Yeah. I just don't think I, – I just can't in good faith take Kirk Cousins winning a division. I just can't. Okay. Can't do it. Even as good as, like, Thielen and Jefferson and uh, Cook are. Yeah, they got weapons in Minnesota. Yeah. And their defense is not great either. No, but, I mean, they were going to be able to put points on the board. I do have the Vikings making the playoffs, so, so like, a fun fact. 
the last six years, they made the playoffs every other year. That's, this is that year. That is a good fun fact. So, I look out for the Vikings to be a wild card team, and I still think the Packers win the division by two games. Maybe, yeah. maybe one game if they drop a stupid one. Yeah. I, I, this is probably the nicest thing I'm going to say about the Packers all year. I think they're going to win 11 games. I think that's. I think they're going to go 11 and 6. I think they'd be disappointed with 11 wins. I think they would be, but I I don't know. I feel like that's nice for me. Mm-hmm. They got to play a first place schedule. They have to play the Bucks. What? They got to play the Bucks, the football team. Actually, no, they have to play the Saints. Saints, football team, and who's the other winner in that division? Um. Oh, the Seahawks. That's hey, did they win the division last year? Didn't they? Yeah, I guess they. Yeah, hosted, they did. They hosted L.A. Well, the either okay, they had to either play Seattle or the Rams. Those are two both tough games. Yeah. Either whoever they play, they play both. Oh, they do play both. Yeah. Oh, so that that's. I think they play the West. And that's just a Bruce guy. Yeah. <laughs> and their AFC so matchup. Right and their AFC matchup is the Chiefs. Yeah, they're they're in San Fran. They're oh, they got it. There we go. I'm looking at Billy's mad. Um, at, Green Bay Packers magnet schedule. Everyone's got to have one. Yeah, at New Orleans. I mean, not really at New Orleans, but Jacksonville. at Jacksonville. That's I'm gonna give them the win. I think it's gonna be a closer game, maybe an upseller, but I'm gonna take the Packers. They win, yeah. So one and Detroit. That's a win. At 49ers, loss. loss. Pittsburgh, that's a win. At Cincinnati, it's not a loss, but it's they a tough tight. one. They win tight. At Chicago, they'll beat Chicago. Eh, Justin Fields might be quarterback then. TBD. Home versus Washington. Okay, that's huge. I'm still going to give them a loss, though. Washington. <laughs> I still like Washington a lot. At Arizona, that's a loss. That could be a loss. At Kansas City, that's a loss. Uh-huh. Home versus Seattle. Since it's home, I'll give them the win. Yeah. At Minnesota, I think they split against Minnesota. So at Minnesota, I'll give them the loss. Home versus the Rams, another loss. Home against Chicago, that's a win. At Baltimore, oh my God, they got fucked there too. Yeah. That's a loss. Home versus Cleveland. That that one too. That's a loss. The schedule's crazy. Home versus Minnesota, I'll give them the win. Then at Detroit, I'll give them the win. What is that? Yeah, 10. 10. All right, so they're going to win 11. That's, yeah. that's me being nice. Yep. They're going to win 11 games this year. I mean, they have a brutal schedule. It is brutal. And I think their win total is at like 13. Under, like, under, it's, unbe- under. it's unbelievable. I mean, Eric Rodgers has to be an MVP again for them to win 13 games with that schedule. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be throwing to Randall Cobb, who's got no legs. Like, <laughs> I, don't I, don't th- I don't think he's going to play at all. I don't think so either. I think that was just to make him happy. Yeah. It'll be Adams. Uh, what's his fucking name? Valdez, Scantling, and that Clemson guy, Rogers. Yeah. And then they, I don't like that they re-signed Jones. Does, does Jones run as hard? You know what happens to running backs after they get the contract, right? Yeah. That's, That's a big thing to watch about the pack. And the defense. Oh, no, I lied. Green Bay's, oh, Green Bay's total is 10 and a half. See, I'm being nice. They're going to hit the over. Yeah. I love it. Bang. Look wow, at me. They're, Look they're at me being nice. Look at me being nice. See, Vegas knows something if they only have them at 10 and a half. 
right? Minnesota's is nine. Yeah. It, it'll be it'll be competitive. I mean, that schedule's brutal. Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I can't believe that. Uh, what's the over-under on weeks and Andy Dalton keeps his QB1s? Um, two. Two. I don't know who they play week two, but it's going to be a struggle the first week. And maybe if – hold on. Let me pull up their schedule. Week two, they play home against the Bengals. I think the Bengals, like, shit pump them. Or, like, or the Bengals are up 20 at half. Then I think you got to put Justin Fields in. Especially if you lose to the Rams. Because then it's like, we're losing the Bengals. What the hell's going on? They'll be a fun watch when Fields gets this action though. <laughs> Very fun. Because I still think Fields will throw a lot of picks. I just don't like this. I don't like their offense at all. No, but and Fields is Fields is that guy that'll he'll just let it loose. Yeah, it's like. But then again, though, everyone's gonna throw interceptions as a rookie. Uh-huh. I mean, Peyton Manning threw like thirty-five as a rookie, and he just got his yeah. I'm not saying, I think Justin Fields is the dude. No, yeah, I think Justin Fields is going to be good. I don't know how good he's going to be, but he's going to be better than any dog. Like, at, th- at this point in their career, who do you take, Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. No. He didn't even he didn't even sniff starting. Well, yeah, because Alex Smith led the team to, like, 13 wins. He had, like, six wins a year at Texas Tech. You're absolutely taking Justin Fields at this point in his career. Oh, at this point in his yeah. career. Oh, yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah. I thought you were saying, like, do I want Patrick Holmes now or Justin Fields now? I see what you're saying. Now. I yes. Mean, and definitely Mahomes had the better situation, but, like, you compare those two guys, like, you want Fields, mm-hmm. I think. Probably, yeah. So it'll be it'll be cool to see how the quarterback factory of Chicago pans this one out. Uh-huh. How, how they ruin this one. Uh, to the West. Best division in football by far. Um, we each have new champions. We do. So, you got San Fran. I love San Fran. I love San Francisco this year. I I don't care who's their starting quarterback. They're going to win football games. Yeah. The most not underrated thing about last year is everyone forgot how badly their defense was because they were all hurt. Yeah. Like, they all got hurt week one. And that defense is so nasty, and they're still young. Yeah, Logan Thomas and Nick Bosa basically missed the entire season last year. George Kittle was hurt in and out. He was playing hurt or he was injured. Like, you know what I mean? He was all over the place. I don't care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo can win this team 11 games. Yeah. I don't know if Trey Lance can make win them more but I know, or less or more, but it's going to be about the same no matter who the quarterback is. They're, they're going to win football games this year. They can run the ball like crazy. People forget they're in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, and, and almost it. arguably should have won with Jimmy G. Yeah, so they're scary this year. I got the Rams. I think you pair uh, Stafford with McVay. You're, that's a hell of a combo. Mm-hmm. See, I I'm still in awe that they pulled that trade off. Here's my thing with the Rams. Mainly, it's Matt Stafford. Like, at some point, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Matt Stafford is nobody, nobody, nobody. The narrative is, oh, he's, it's the Lions, blah, blah, blah. But I I want to see it. I want to see it to believe it because 
I don't know. Like, then again, like a lot of his yards, yeah, he puts a lot of yards, but also they're losing by 30, so he can throw a lot of yards. So it's like, I just want to see it. Just the fact that he had the Lions in the playoffs once is crazy to me. Detroit Lions in the NFL playoffs. I think he's that type of guy. And I was super high on them before Akers got hurt. Then Akers got hurt, I switched to San Fran. Now they added Sony Michelle for, like, mid-round picks. Mm-hmm. I think that was a steal. Sony Michelle's a stud. They still have Cop. They still have Woods. They still have Higby. And they still have Van Jefferson. I This team is awesome. Mm-hmm. And that defense. If that defense doesn't have as much pressure on them this year, they can like force turnovers finally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think they're. I think they should win this division. I think they'll be a thirteen win team. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals added JJ Watt. Added who else? Added they made another splash. In um. They got, uh, crap, they got so many new names escaping me, but as soon as we're done recording, we're, I'm going to figure it out. Uh-huh. Um, but I, It's year two under Kingsbury, right? Three. Three. See, no, like I don't know if he's the coach either. Yeah. I think it's like an Urban Meyer situation. It's like, we just gave this guy a head coaching job for what? Because he had Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback yeah, well, and, won, yeah. and won five games with him. Like, what what else did Cliff Kingsbury do to get that job? Nothing. He made like the, the help, no, not the help bowl, like the the uh, El Paso, the Sun Bowl. Well, yeah, it's like <laughs> okay, cool. I don't care. Like I don't know. This Cardinals, they have guys. They're going to be a tough team to beat, but I just I don't trust the coach. That's all. That's all I can come down to with them. I just don't trust the coach. They add J.J. Watt. Isaiah Simmons is a year older. They got to use him better. Mm-hmm. They wasted him last year. They have basically... Oh, they have Rondell Moore. That's who they That's who they got. Yeah, they have good receivers. They're, they're they drafted Rondell Moore. I have that's no questions was. about their offense. They even added James Conner as a backup yeah. running back. Mm-hmm. I have no questions about Oh, and about A.J. Green. A.J. Green. That's the other guy I was thinking. A.J. Green. So, like, I have no questions about the offense, but who's playing quarterback? Can guys step up there? Nobody. Nobody's playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So, if guys step up there, like, they're, like, contending with San Fran and uh, L.A., but right now, as I see it, San Fran and L.A. are a step above them. They're more complete teams. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't even know if Kyler Murray's a guy. He's so... Short, he's such like a wild card. He runs around like a maniac, and he's running for his life all the time. Can he be that dude? I don't know. And the Seahawks, I for once, like I'm a huge Russell Wilson guy. I have for once had the Seahawks miss in the playoffs this year. The schedule's just too tough, and they didn't they didn't do anything all off season and fix the whole it's the same holes they've had for ten years. Mm, I I do have Seattle making it. I. It's more of just I trust Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson to just figure it out, like sort of thing. Just and because how do you not figure it out with DK and Lockett? Yeah, but you you just made no, you fixed nothing. They just kind of brought everything back and hope things clicked this time. Yeah, 
And I think every team besides the division winners in the NFC have some question marks. Or besides base besides the Rams or 49ers, however you have them winning. Like Seattle's got some question marks. Arizona, we just talked about them. Minnesota has some. Like all these teams do. The Saints have some. It's like we just don't know what's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. Um so NFC wild card. I got the Niners, Cardinals, and Vikings. I'll make the playoffs behind the Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, and Rams. Uh, I have the Rams, Seahawks. See, that's also what's confusing. I, I don't like that because that's two teams from the same division. But then again, it happens a decent amount in football. So I don't I don't know. And then I have the Saints. I I think Russell – or not Russell Wilson. I got I'm a little tired. Jameis Winston. I think he's going to be that guy this year. I I don't know. He's, who he's going to throw the ball to? But I think he can make it happen. I mean, he's going to, especially with Sean Payton as his quarterback, where he doesn't have Bruce Arians just saying, all right, just throw the ball wherever. So yeah, Sean Payton is going to methodically use plays, like set him up for success, basically, like what he did with Drew Brees. So I trust – I think I'm just mainly trusting Sean Payton. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I think this team has the chance to do it. They brought guys back on defense. Their defense is still solid. Like, and I think their offense can just make plays. I got the Rams beating the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Well, I'm glad you didn't go chalk because mine's chalk. Yeah. <laughs> I got the Chiefs over the Bucks. I These two teams are just so, so good. Like, I just don't know. Like, literally the Buccaneers return 22 out of 22 starters. Unless someone gets hurt. Or Tom Brady, unless Father Time finally catches up with Tom Brady, I just don't know how both of these teams just aren't in the playoffs again, or in the Super Bowl. Again. I just don't. I just can't see a universe in how these two teams are. Uh-huh. I just try to pick up on trends like college basketball and Baylor ever won a championship. Yeah. And uh, NBA box fifty years. Mm-hmm. I feel like droughts are kind of ending this year. Even Phoenix making the finals was. Like a big drought, so I, I think I'm looking for wild card teams this year. I'll do the same in baseball with the Brewers. I'm already picking them to win the World Series. I don't, get, I don't care. Um, uh, how long is the Rams might not be long enough to fit that trend? When's no. the last time they won it? Like, uh, well, they've been in it a bunch. They, I think, the last time they won it was the yard short against Tennessee, wasn't it? I think that was the Rams. So I remember they lost, obviously, to Tom Brady in New England. Yep. They lost to Tom Brady again in New England for his first or second one. I can't remember which one it was. It was either his first or second. So, ooh, uh, Kurt Warner never won one with them. I think it's the yard short game against Tennessee in, like, the 80s. So that's, a, 90s. that's a hell of a drought, actually. I think so. That, at least that so makes sense in my mind. Either of those teams, I think the Bills could be there. Um, NFC. Yeah, if I had to pick one team that's going to mess up my Super Bowl prediction, it's going to be the Bills. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. The, that's like the only other team I can see competing. I just would have liked to see them add another piece. Yeah, another wide receiver or something. I yeah. agree with that. But I still think this team 
has the power to do it. Yeah. What's last time the Niners won the Super Bowl? Um, Joe Montana was still their quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they could be. They could some really Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the Cowboys missing the playoffs, and so do you. I have right? Oh, no, you do. I, that defense is awful. Dak Prowse yeah. is going to have to score 40 points a game to win football games. It's just awful. Yeah. And I'm not a Zeke believer. Anymore. I am also not a Zeke believer. He fell off after he got paid. He's too. slow now. He's pretty slow. Mm-hmm. So how many overperformers and underperformers do you have? Um, I've just brought one for each. One for each? I have like four. Um, my one overperformer is going to be the Saints. A lot of people don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm high on them. If I had to pick someone else, let me think. Who do I make? I think the Colts. I think people are kind of writing off the Colts with Carson Wentz being injured. Yes. I think they would also be my overperformer. I think Denver has a chance to overperform. They're, they're going to have a lot of 50-50 games in their division. Like mm-hmm. four of them. Yeah. They can win those. If Teddy Bridgewater can be better than he was last year, they can be a solid team. The Seeks got the pieces around them. San Francisco is going to overperform what they did last year by like long margin. They're going to be really good. New England, I said, a lot of people are, are getting high on them. I'm like even higher on them. I think they're competing with Buffalo for the division. And Minnesota, like I said, every other year they make the playoffs. So somehow I think they should only make playoffs. Mm-hmm. Unders? I I think the Broncos aren't going to be that good this year. Mm-hmm. I, I've been on this hill for, I feel like, forever now. I do not think Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback in the NFL. I will live and die on that hill. I don't think he's that good. I think Drew Locke, maybe not the guy, but I think he has explosiveness where he can make a play where Teddy just doesn't have that. And I think what the Broncos are going to do is, like I said with the football team, they're just going to try to win with their defense. But I I just don't trust their offense enough to score that 24 points that they need to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, more performers. The Lions are going to suck. Uh, I think they'll suck. Dan Campbell is biting off kneecaps. They suck. Yeah, probably. Goff without McVay behind them. I don't like it. And they, they're running low on weapons, too. Like, Quintess Cephas might be their best receiver. Probably is. Um, the Giants, I don't like the Giants at all. I'm so low on Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. It's a Duke thing, like I said. Miami, I think Miami, they were yeah, very turnover-driven last year. Mm-hmm. Very defense and turnover-driven. And, like, you see just about every year a team that took course a lot of turnovers one year. Uh-huh. And they rely on it. They try to rely on it again the next year. They kind of fall off. Tua's not making the throws. They're going to have to trade for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And Seattle, like, you can only – it feels like – I don't know how many years ago it was they missed the playoffs. I think three or four years ago they missed the playoffs. I think they're about to do the same thing this year. They didn't make any moves. They had, kind of had some drama with Russell Wilson. I don't like what they have at running back. They have no offensive linemen. Their defense is pretty shaky. The one thing they got going is the crowds are back. Mm-hmm. So they might win all their home games. But I just I don't like I don't like what they put together. No. Um, MVP. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, 
that's not good. I mean, anyway. I mean, MVP goes to the best quarterback, or or not? I should say the best quarterback. The quarterback on the team that gets a buy, and I think that's Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, and I just think Patrick Mahomes gonna have more numbers. That's basically what it comes down to, I think. So I'm I'm gonna go like all in. I'm either gonna get my whole NFL season right, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it all wrong. But Matt Stafford. What are his odds? What are his odds? Uh, I think it was. They're actually kind of good, to be honest with you. So. I don't think it's that good of a bet, but let me pull it up. I just had it up a while ago. Like, if they're going to win the division, he's going to have No, I, I, I like what you're saying. It was like what I was saying with the Heisman earlier this year. If you like someone to win, like, if you think, like, Sam Howell, North Carolina's going to run the table and be really good, and Sam Howell's player. Heisman, you know yeah. what I mean? Other guys, Josh Allen, Baker could be a dark horse. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see much else. I cannot. Um, Rodgers will be there, but I don't think they give out back-to-backs, do they? Not really. I mean, but I cannot find MVP right now. But I, if I remember right, it was somewhere around like plus 1,500, something like that. So, I mean, not crazy, but not great, per yeah. se. Okay. Right around where he should be. Yeah, yeah. I would say he's probably... Oh, well, I'm just blind. Uh, I found him now. It's late at night. Hey, 1,600. I was pretty damn close. Yeah, I, I like it. He's tied with Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, and Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, Russ could be... Russ is always going to be in the talks. He is, but he's never gotten a vote, so... Uh-huh. Um... Wrap it up with week one picks. So I'll start off. I just got finished trash in Seattle, but they play a team without a real quarterback week one. They're at Indy. Mm-hmm. Indy's going to be tough. That's why the spread's only two and a half, but I think Russ gets it done week one. It's just hard for Indy to step in. They've had so many COVID issues. They don't, I think they got Jake Eason starting at quarterback. No, I think Carson wants to start. Wentz is making it. Back. I think Wentz is starting. It's as good. far as I know, Wentz is playing. It's going to be tough for him to jump right back in, is what I'm thinking. So mm-hmm. I'll take Seattle and the experience in week one. I like the Patriots over the Dolphins. Uh, one team I got overperforming, one team I got underperforming. I think it starts week one. Uh, the Broncos got the Giants. Again, I'm high in the Broncos, low in the Giants. Green Bay, New Orleans, over 50. I think both teams will put up numbers. Um, Green Bay is just. They're going to give you 28, 30 points, right? And then you're hoping Jameis and Kamara get loose a couple times. I think Kamara showed he can do that last year when he played the Packers. Mm -hmm. And I think, like we said earlier, Jameis adds something, so I think they'll put up over 50 points. And Arizona, Tennessee, there's no defense in that game. I think that goes over 52. Arizona, we just said, has no corners. Tennessee's got Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. Who do you guard? Yeah, can't. Uh, mine, I got Bills minus six and a half against the Steelers. I I don't think the Steelers are going to be that. I, it's all about Big Ben, how he's going to play. I just think this Bills team is just better than them on paper everywhere. TJ Watt holding it up, too. Yep. So I'm going to take the Bills six and a half, get it underneath the football number, which I like. 
Uh, I would take the Bengals plus three. They're home against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins and uh, Zimmer are kind of feuding a little bit. Kind of don't trust them, apparently. A lot of it due to COVID reasons because he's not vaccinated. But um, I think the Bengals come out hot. Joe Burrow, first game back. Jamar Chase. I think this team's a feisty underdog, so I'm going to take them, especially at home. Um, Titan or not Titans. Broncos, Giants, over 41F. Just how much I've been trashing on their quarterbacks and how bad they are. I just need seven touchdowns here. That's doable. Seven touchdowns is doable in that game. So I'm going to take the over 41.5. Starting off the year hot Thursday night, Dallas versus Tampa. I'm taking the over 51.5. Tampa's going to put up points on that awful Dallas defense. Dallas is just going to score points just because they have guys. Right. Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott. They, this game's going to go over it's 51 and a half. Tampa gets up early. And yeah, Tampa is going to get up. loves their garbage time points. Yes, they do. Uh, and then said earlier with Seattle, Indy. I think Seattle defense is good. Carson Wentz, is he 100% healthy? I Probably not. Um, and that Indy team struggled to score points last year. So I'm going to take Oh, or excuse me, under 50 for that one. All right. Last thing, Wisconsin Hoops released their schedule. They got Michigan, Ohio State, and Purdue all at home. That's great. It's going to be a fun year. It's going to be a great year. I can't wait, especially for the Michigan game. We're not going to be – it's going to be one of those teams where they're not going to be good, but they're going to be fun to cheer for because it's just a bunch of average, average white dudes going out and playing some hoops. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. That's it. After the Wesley episode 61, let's win some more picks. We killed it last week. We did kill it last week. See ya. See ya. See ya.